So we're going to start in a seated meditation. So I would recommend that you put a blanket or two underneath of your seat so that your hips are elevated and the crest of the hip is higher than your knees. So ideally, and I pause after that word to emphasize it, ideally meaning it might not happen for you, but ideally you want to take the knees as far apart as possible with your crossed legs so the knees drop all the way down to the floor. Now that may or may not be available in your hips yet, but with continued practice it will open up. I couldn't do this a few years back, so um, the option then if having the knees open wider isn't quite working, is just to cross right at the ankles and let your knees drop as far as they will. Um, the higher you elevate your seat, the more likely it is that your knees are going to drop down into a more comfortable position. So if you need to grab another blanket, feel free to go do that. So once you're settled into your seat, let your hands rest along the thighs, more out toward the knees, so your arms are a little bit straighter. <clears throat> Let your spine begin to align over your hips, stacking the vertebra. Take notice of how your seat is feeling if you may need to make any last adjustments. Let the collarbones draw away from one another. Let the space around your kidneys soften. It's a very common thing to squeeze at the kidneys and to push the forward, uh, the front ribs forward. So you want to relax that back in. Let the floating ribs, the lowest ribs, pull back in gently, relaxing. So that you're using the deep internal abdominal muscles for your stability rather than squeezing around the kidneys. Feel like the weight of your tailbone is dropping downward into the earth. Let the tailbone get very heavy. As you do this, you'll probably notice that your leg bones automatically grow heavier and start to sink. Keep this sense of grounding and rooting with the tail and the thigh bones and start to float upward through the very crown of your head. So the back top point of the head 
just starts to lightly float up as if it's attached to the ceiling and it's being drawn up on a thread. And then let the collarbones open a little bit more, not by force, just by softening the space between them. Soften your kidneys again. Let the tailbone drop a little more. So you start to find that with meditation, the awareness comes and goes in the body, and you'll, you'll notice that you've tightened the part of the body that you ideally want to relax. So as that awareness comes, just soften back into your posture. You might notice all the sounds in the room. You might notice the temperature of the room on your skin. You might notice sounds within your own body, your own ecosystem. Sensations, emotions, thoughts, beliefs, perceptions, all of this starts to arise as you get still. So all of that that you're noticing, the sounds, the sensations, the perceptions, the thoughts, the emotions, we're going to let that all become our background of our meditation. So it's there, but it's just the backdrop. We're letting it move along, not chasing after any of it, not trying to stop any of it. Making our primary focus the breath, the inhale, and the exhale. Noticing how the lungs are expanding and releasing with each round of breath. Really feel your body breathing. Really connect to the process of breath. Let the breath be natural. Do your best not to control it, not to change it, not to fix it.
So you notice the mind quickly wanders. Keep bringing it back to your breath. And when you do notice that you've wandered off, do your best not to allow frustration to arise to a point where it distracts you from your meditation. So oftentimes when we're learning to meditate, we get really caught up in this frustration that I can't focus, I can't do this, I'm not able to meditate right, am I doing this right? Is it worth it? <laughs> so my recommendation is to just keep breathing and each time you wander off, gently, mindfully, come back to the breath. No need to blame or be frustrated with your mind. Just keep letting go into the breath. Whenever the mind attaches somewhere, just loosen your grip and come back to the breath. Notice how your body moves with the breath. The muscles of respiration. The intercostal muscles between the ribs. How they help the ribs lift up and away from the lungs to create the expansion. The diaphragm, as it draws down, increases that suction for the lungs to expand downward. Feel the muscles in the side body, around the shoulder blades. Feel the muscles around the neck and the shoulders, how they contract to help lift the weight of the shoulder girdle up and away from the lungs, helping to elevate the ribs. Each inhale, feel those muscles contracting to assist in making space for the lungs. Each exhale, feel the muscles releasing to help squeeze the air out of the lungs. Might begin to notice strong sensations coming into the body, especially if you don't typically sit this way. A few things to keep in mind. Over time, your body will adjust. And also, you can experiment with how you set up your seated pose. Maybe next time, trying more or less blanket under your hips. But for now, if there's strong sensation there, 
Take a moment and tune into that sensation and see if it's something you can sit with. And if so, then sit with it. Watch it. Keep breathing. Moving only if you absolutely have to. So in this way, we're training the mind to be less reactive. So if an itch happens, you sit with the itch rather than immediately reacting to scratch. Stay with your breathing. Stay with your breath and remain as still as possible. Breathing and awareness. Awareness and breathing.
staying with your breath. Start to bring your awareness back into the body. sound the vibration of Om three times. So if you're new to chanting Sanskrit, the word Om is representative of the universe itself, that common thread of life that runs through all living things. So as you sound om, let it come from deep within the belly. And think less of what it sounds like and more about offering the sound up to <clears throat> the highest good of all beings everywhere. <coughs> Excuse me. So together, let's take a deep inhale. pausing to cultivate your sankalpa. Sankalpa is a positive word or healing phrase, something that resonates within you. From that space of Sankalpa, go ahead and find your way onto your back. So lie all the way down onto your back. So if you're sitting on something, just move that off to the side. <coughs> Good morning. I'm going to get something for you guys to sign before you get started. signature on one of these and then afterward fill it out okay yeah so from here go ahead and reach your arms over your head reach toward the back of the room reach your toes toward the front of the room 
wall-to-wall -wall stretch, just starting to tune in to the muscles and the bones. Let it be less about getting somewhere, less about the reaching, and more about just feeling an inner expansiveness, an inner spaciousness. Good, one more inhale. And then exhale, hug your right knee in toward your chest. Draw that knee with both hands more toward the armpit rather than the chest. So the knee is kind of going off to the right a little bit. And just begin to breathe into your right hip. Good, on your next inhale, extend the arms overhead, reach the feet toward the front of the room. Again, wall to wall stretch. Feel the inner expansion. Not about reaching toward something, but about opening something from within. One more inhale. Exhale, left knee comes in. Draw that knee toward the left armpit with both hands. Breathe. Let it happen. Soften the space between your shoulder blades. Letting the collarbones drop away from one another. And let your jaw soften. Let your tongue soften. Breathe a little deeper into your left hip. And then on your next inhale, reach wall to wall stretch. It's not about the wall, it's about what's happening inside. One more inhale, exhale, bring the right knee in, hug that knee in with both hands. Moving with the breath now, inhale, reach wall to wall. <clears throat> Excuse me, exhale, left knee comes in. Inhale, reach. Exhale, exchanging legs, just continuing side to side now with your breath. So whatever rhythm your breath wants to take is what rhythm you move at. Movement always follows the breath, rather than breath following movement. This is one of the most profound ways that you can deepen your understanding of yoga and your personal yoga practice, is to understand that the breath should always, always, always lead you into a posture, not setting up the pose and then breathing, or racing the breath to the pose.
So if you tend to be a very deep breather, you have a pranayama or breath practice that's pretty solid, your movements are going to be slow. I'm one of those people, even when I'm in a vinyasa flow class, I tend to be a few breaths behind everyone, a few poses behind everyone, because I'm honoring that breath space. If you tend to breathe a little shallow yet, your movement might be a little quicker. But over time, that breath is going to deepen and your movements will get slower as you follow the breath. Try to fill all the way up on your inhale. Try to empty everything out on the exhale. Let yourself become one with the experience of movement. Not just point A of reaching and point B of pulling the knee in, but what's happening between point A and point B? It's about the journey. What does it feel like to move your arms, to move your hip joint, your elbows, your fingers, your toes? So next time that you have your left knee in, just stay there. Keep hugging that left knee in. No rush to get there. We're just going to pause and hold the knee until everybody finds that knee. Good. So you're breathing into your left hip. Use your right hand now to guide that left knee across the body to the right into a twist. Let your left arm expand out to the left along the floor. Eyes look toward that left hand, completing this wonderful spiral through the spine. Notice if something feels awkward or uncomfortable in the pose, and if it does, adjust it. Notice if both shoulder blades are resting on the earth. If they're not, a little adjustment you can do is to push both of your elbows into the floor, lift your heart space off of the earth, and then counter-rotate the upper body to the left letting the shoulders drop back down, and that'll give you a little more of a rooting and grounding in your shoulder blades. Continuing to breathe now, let your shoulders soften, let your outer hips soften. Let your eyes close. So we're gonna have a pretty chill start to our practice. The beauty of having a full 90 minute practice is we can take our time in the beginning. And just feel how this spiral through the spine is affecting your entire body, your nervous system primarily, because it's ringing out the spinal cord. Every nerve bundle is being affected. Soften your jaw, your tongue. Good. And then on your inhale, come back towards center. Inhale, reach wall to wall, stretch. Exhale, bring your right knee in. 
Hug that knee with both hands. Breathe into the right hip, and then as you're ready, use the left hand to guide the right knee across the body to the left. Right arm reaches out to the right along the earth. And chin turns toward the right shoulder. Again, if you need to, if your shoulder blades aren't quite flat to the floor, then press the elbows down, lift the heart, and counter-rotate your upper body to the right. And then come back into your twist, settling in. Breathing, steady inhale, steady exhale. Are you able to bring this hand to this knee? Oh, okay. There you go. Good. Twists are so very important to our vitality. On a physical level, they help aid in our spinal health and our digestive health. Mentally and emotionally, it helps our nervous system to release the tension of the day. Literally, the emotional and mental digestion process. It helps us to digest and assimilate our thoughts and our experiences so they don't get lodged in our cells and become stress and eventually illness. So on your inhale, gently come back towards center. Reach wall-to-wall -wall stretch. And then exhale, draw one knee in at a time until you have both knees into the chest, wrapping your arms around both knees. And just a little bit of rocking, right and left, right and left. Let your chin move as well. It's so funny, a lot of times when we're rocking, we're like holding the head perfectly still because we're still in that mental space. So let your chin move as well. Feel some freedom in your neck. Good. Coming back to center, keep the knees into your chest, and we're going to open the arms out like wings, so reach out. Really squeeze the legs into one another, like you're sealing the legs together to create one leg out of the two, and then flex your feet, meaning you're pulling your toes back toward your shins. Good. Keep pressing your legs together. Find a deep inhale. Exhale, start to take your legs to the right, but hover about three inches above the floor. Keep pulling the thighs toward the belly. Keep pressing the legs into one another. Hovering about three inches above the earth with the legs. Try to keep your shoulders anchored. And if it feels okay on your neck, you can turn the chin to the left. Breathe here. Squeeze the knees together more. They're going to be trying to escape one another, so keep pressing them together. One more deep inhale. And then as you exhale, let the knees come all the way down to the floor now. So knees and feet rest on the earth. Take your right hand and hook over the left thigh to help anchor the legs in place. Chin turns to the left if it's not there already. Good, so you can bring your legs all the way down to the floor. Is that okay on your back? <laughs> You're like, oh, oh, yes. And then this hand reaches up just to anchor there. No need to force it. So take a few deep, deep breaths here. Really let this happen.
Let your spine begin to unwind. Deep breath in. Exhale, soften. So I will be offering adjustments. If you're new to my live classes, I do come around and adjust in the poses. If at any time it doesn't feel right for your body, I need to know that immediately so that I'm not pushing you towards something that's going to injure. So keep the line of communication open. Remember when you're receiving an adjustment, it doesn't necessarily mean you're doing something quote-unquote wrong in the pose. My adjustments are to help you feel something, not necessarily about correcting something. So just let yourself feel and enjoy. this shoulder. Take a deep breath in and then exhale. Try to be really soft. Good. A few more deep breaths. And a deep inhale. Good. So slowly and gently come back up to center, first bringing the chin up and then bring the legs up. So knees to the chest, open the arms out like wings, flex your feet, press the legs together. Find your inhale and then exhale, start to take the legs to the left, hover about three inches above the earth. Keep pulling the thighs toward the belly, like you're trying to seal that space between the thighs and the belly. Keep the shoulder blades glued down. Keep the collarbones broad, and then maybe turn your chin to the right. Should feel good. If it doesn't, don't do it. A couple of more deep breaths. Press the knees together. Pull the toes toward the shins. Soften your jaw. One more inhale, hug the knees together more, and then exhale, lower all the way down. So legs come all the way to the floor to your left. Hook your left hand up and over that right thigh bone, helping to anchor your legs in place. Chin rotates to the right if it's not there already. And just beginning to breathe deeply. Soften your outer hip. Soften your jaw, soften your tongue. And last two breaths. Good. Bring the chin up to center. 
Pull through your core to bring the legs back up to center. And then hug both knees in, rocking right and left, right and left. Good. Come to center and gently curl the head up toward the knees like you're trying to pinch the nose between the knees. Elbows drawing into the legs. Pull the collarbones open. One more inhale, exhale, release down. Go ahead and roll all the way over onto your right side. Lying on your right side for just a moment, feeling the pause here. We've had a little bit of a slower start to our practice this morning, honoring the, the mood of Sunday morning, that kind of inner reverence and introspection. And then as you're ready, press into your left hand, push the floor away, and rise up. Find your way to all fours facing the front of the mat. So wrist under shoulders, knees under hips, forming tabletop position. And then let's take a moment here and just remind ourselves of grounding and rooting. So you want to really be pressing the floor away with both hands and both feet. More precisely, inner hand, so thumb edge of the hand and pointer finger knuckles. And outer feet, pinky toe edge of the foot, pressing down. And just notice as you push the floor away in this manner, what do you feel in your body? So maybe relax the pressing and then press again to notice what you feel. How the bones start to kind of hug and support the joints. Good. Pull your lower belly in toward your spine. Now find your inhale, keep this support. Exhale, press the center of your back to the ceiling. Move your nose and your ta um, tailbone toward one another. So you're curling in for cat pose, really rounding the back. And then inhale, cow posture. Let your belly drop toward the floor. Lift your tailbone, lift your heart, lift your chin. Good, again, exhale, curling and rounding. Cat pose, really push the floor away. Nose and tail move toward the navel. Inhale, belly drops, heart and tail lifts, push the floor away with hands and feet. So now at your own pace, honoring your breath rhythm, exhale to curl and round and inhale to lengthen and expand. One breath, one posture. Good. Good, stay there and press your back into my hand. Even more, even more. There you go, that's cat. Yep, good. So imagine when you're in that cat pose that there's a hand on the center of your back and you're really pushing up into that hand. You might find a specific space between a couple of vertebrae that feels really, really good to press into and you can press into that. Mindful that you're continuing to push the floor away. Like our purpose is to detach the floor and push it more into the earth. Beautiful. So whatever round you're on, complete that. Come back to center, back to neutral. Gonna walk the hands forward, one full handprint, and find downward facing dog. So if you're new to downward dog, 
or new to having a live class, you can think about keeping your knees bent, taking your hips up and back until you get a straight line between the wrist and the hips, and then drop your head, tracking the nose back toward the knees, and then let your heels begin to drop, but don't jam your knees straight so that your back begins to round. So you might need to keep your knees very bent, especially for the first few downward dogs of your practice. Beautiful. So down dog is going to be the main pose that we start with and break down the afternoon or the um, later morning workshop. So this is like the, in my opinion, the staple pose of your yoga practice. So if you have time for nothing else, throwing in a downward dog first thing in the morning is going to change the entire way that your day goes. So let's just begin to gently pedal the heels. So drop right heel and then left heel. Alternating side to side. Don't let yourself get in a rush. Really feel how the joints respond to this movement. Good. Keep alternating a couple more times. Breathe. Keep pushing into your hands. And then come back to pressing both heels down evenly. Bring your knees to the earth. And we'll find child's pose. Make sure your big toes touch one another. Knees can be together or apart. Sit back toward your heels and let your forehead sink toward the earth. Hopefully it's going to touch the earth. If that doesn't happen, no big deal. You can take um, one of your yoga blocks or you can stack your hands under your forehead. Just make sure that your head rests somewhere. So the weight of the head is off of the neck. Just allowing yourself to begin to breathe deeply here. Breathe all the way down into your low back. the jaw soften, let the skin of the face release so it feels like it's being pulled earthward with gravity. Becoming aware of our tension is the first step toward a healthy, relaxed lifestyle. We can't shift what we're not aware of. So just notice and just breathe. So let's come back up to all fours, wrists under shoulders and knees under hips. Really press the floor away with inner hands and outer feet. Draw your lower belly toward your spine. Keep this alignment and grounding and take your right hand, reach it straight forward, thumb points toward the ceiling. Either stay here or layer on, taking your left foot and reaching it toward the back of the room, extending that left leg. Spread the toes of your left foot, press outward through the heel. 
Feel a long line from that left heel through the fingertips of the right hand. Now press the floor away even more with your other two limbs, so the ones that are on the earth. Open your collarbones away from one another a little bit. Soften your jaw. One more inhale. And then exhale, gently release, returning that knee and wrist to the earth. Find a deep breath in through the nose, and then exhale through the mouth. Ha. Good. So changing sides. Left arm extends forward. Just pause here. Feel and breathe, and then slowly and mindfully extend the right leg back. Collarbones open. Pressing the floor away with the right hand and the left foot. Lower belly toward the spine. Soften your jaw. Notice the thoughts. So many interesting things go through our head in our practice. Watch them zip by. Don't get attached to the thoughts. One more inhale. Reach long and then exhale. Return. Once you're on all fours, deep inhale through the nose and then exhale. Ha. Good. Walk your hands forward. One full handprint. Curl the toes under and rise into your downward facing dog. So it might seem a little silly to sigh and say, ha, but that sound is one of the primary primal sounds <laughs> that releases tension within our body. This is why we naturally sigh, ah, oh, when, when we're feeling stressed out. It's kind of like opening the, the steam valve and letting some out so we don't have an explosion. <laughs> And if we can do that in our yoga practice, we can learn how to channel that stress out of the cells rather than storing it and letting it become some kind of chronic illness along the way. So a few more breaths here. Really press into the inner hands and the outer feet. Think about pushing the floor away with your hands so much that the sides of your body start to grow longer. Keep that length happening. Let your heels drop, but keep the knees soft. Good. Now really pull the kneecaps up the front of your thighs, like you're trying to slide them up the thighs toward the hips. One more deep breath here. Exhale, bring the knees down. Child's pose, rest.
Slowly and mindfully coming back up to all fours, placing wrists under shoulders and knees under hips. Again, think about grounding and rooting through the inner hands and the outer feet. Lower belly toward the spine. And then go ahead and reach your right arm out to the right. Palm facing the floor, wrist in line with your shoulder. And as you maintain this position, again, make sure you're rooted down, pushing the floor away with the three remaining limbs that are in contact with the earth. Collarbones are drawing away from one another. Breathe. Soften your jaw. Good. On your next inhale, open that right arm to the ceiling like a wing. And then as you exhale, thread the right arm under the left arm until your right ear and your right shoulder meet the earth. Once your right ear and right shoulder come in contact with the earth, just take a look at your left elbow. You want a nice 90 degree angle in the elbow. So if you need to adjust where that left wrist is sitting under the left elbow, then please do so. And then once you have the 90 degree angle in your left elbow, start to press the left hand into the earth to increase the twist in your upper back, helping the heart to start to twist open toward the sidewall. And then pull your left hip crease back. It will have most likely swung <laughs> forward as a result of the twist. So pull the left hip crease back toward the wall behind you. <coughs> Let your chin release. Soften your jaw. Feeling the weight of your head. Now pull the collarbones away from one another and feel how that draws that left shoulder away from your ear, creating space. We're going to be here for several more breaths, so feel as if you're really connected internally with breath and with the muscles and bones, and through that connection, maybe deepening the press of the left hand to deepen the twist. Maybe just deepening your awareness. Let the tongue drop away from the roof of your mouth. Beautiful. Press into your left hand firmly. Inhale. Take the right arm all the way back up to the ceiling. Reach all the way up. Exhale. Right hand returns to the earth. Pause. Deep breath in through your nose. Exhale through the mouth. Ha. Good. Left arm reaches out to the left. Palm facing the floor for now. <clears throat> wrist in line with shoulder. Keep pressing the floor away with the other three limbs. Space opening between the collarbones. Lower belly is staying supportive, drawing it toward the spine. 
On your next inhale, open the left arm to the ceiling. Really push into your right hand. One more inhale, opening. Exhale, thread, left arm under the right arm. Left ear and left shoulder come down to the floor. Good, make that adjustment with your right hand as needed so we have a 90 degree angle in your right elbow. Keep the fingers of that right hand pointing toward the top edge of your mat. Good. And then when you feel ready, start to press into your right hand and deepen the twist in the upper back. Draw the collarbones away from one another. Feeling the shoulder girdle release away from your ears. Breathe, breathe, breathe. Last couple of breaths, maybe deepening the posture, maybe just deepening your breath. Soften your jaw, skin of the face is fully softened, it's just hanging. And then on your next inhale, press into that right hand, take the left arm all the way back up to the ceiling. Really reach, really push into your right hand, and then exhale, left hand meets the earth. Deep breath in through the nose, exhale through the mouth. Ha. Walk the hands forward, one full hand print. Curl the toes under, downward facing dog. Good, breathe. On your next inhale, start to reach the right leg off of the earth. Maybe only an inch, maybe lifting it a little higher, whatever feels right. Keep pressing very deeply into the hands. Side body stays long. Let the left heel drop. One more inhale, and then exhale. We're going to curl in, bringing the right knee toward the nose. Nose toward the knee. Really round your back like in cat pose, pressing it toward the ceiling and bring most of the weight upward toward your hands. And then inhale, extend that right leg up and back. Good, again, exhale, curl and round. Draw the knee toward the nose. Try to make contact. It may never happen and that's fine. Inhale, extend and reach. Exhale, curl and round. And this time the foot lands all the way through between your hands. If it doesn't happen naturally, then grab the ankle with your hand and pull the foot through. Very important that the foot comes up between your hands. So once you're there, go ahead and land the left knee down and release the toes of the left foot. Press the bones of both feet down. And then pull your right hip back slightly. Feel the left side of the body and hip rotate forward. So you're squaring your hips to the front of your mat. Become light in your hands and draw the navel along the right thigh toward the right knee, crown of the head floating up. 
breeze. Press into both feet more. Inhale, either stay here or rise. Hands to hips, heart, or arms reach up. Really pull your tailbone down and under. Think about lengthening from the sides of your hips up the sides of your body, lifting through the fronts of the armpits. Now open the collarbones. Maybe lifting the chin slightly, keep the back of the neck long. One more inhale. And then exhale, hands come down to the earth. Inhale, take your right leg back up to the ceiling in your downward dog. And then exhale, bring the right foot down to the floor. A couple of breaths here in your downward dog. And then inhale, take the left leg up and back. Exhale, curl and round, knee to the nose. Inhale, extend up. Exhale, curl and round, knee to nose. One more time. Inhale, extend the left leg. Exhale, curl and round and land the foot all the way through to the hands, helping the foot through as needed. And then land the right knee down. Good. So press both feet down into the earth. Pull your left hip back. Right hip rolls forward. Draw the navel along the left thigh like you're trying to lift it toward the left knee. Crown of the head floats up. Soften your jaw. Let it be about feeling something rather than doing something. Now press into your feet so much that you rise, inhale, drawing heart over hips, maybe reaching the arms up. Good, pull the tailbone down and under. Think about drawing up from the sides of the hips through the fronts of the armpits. Keep pulling your tailbone under. Open the collar. One more inhale, exhale, bring the hands to the earth, inhale, the left leg reaches to the ceiling, good, exhale, the left foot comes down to meet the right foot, so just a little bit of a flow here, inhale, take your right leg to the ceiling, exhale, curl and round, knee to the nose. Inhale, extend the right leg up. Exhale, curl and round and bring the foot through between your hands. Left knee releases down. Inhale, press into the feet to rise. Tailbone pulls under. Exhale, hands come down to the earth. Inhale, right leg to the ceiling. Exhale, the right foot to the floor, preparing to exchange. Inhale, left leg reaches up. 
Exhale, curl and round, knee to the nose, hovering. Inhale, extend the left leg up. Exhale, curl and round, knee to the nose. Foot lands between your hands. Back knee plants. Press into the feet, inhale, rise. Exhale, hands come to the earth. Inhale, left leg to the ceiling. Exhale, the left foot comes down. Exchanging, inhale, right leg reaches up. Exhale, curl and round, knee to the nose. Inhale, the right leg extends up. Exhale, curl and round, the foot lands between the hands. Back knee down, on your inhale, rise and reach. Good. Exhale, hands meet the earth. Inhale, right leg to the ceiling. Exhale, the right foot comes down. Inhale, the left leg to the ceiling. Exhale, curl and round. Inhale, left leg to the ceiling. Exhale, curl and round. Foot lands between the hands. Bring the back knee down and then inhale, rise, reach. Exhale, hands come to the earth. Inhale, left leg to the ceiling. Exhale, left foot to the floor. Inhale, right leg to the ceiling. Exhale, curl and round. Inhale, extend. Exhale, curl and round. Assist that foot through if needed. Don't feel rushed. Don't feel like you have to hurry to set up your pose. Now, your choice this time, either back knee comes down, or if you're feeling heat in the body or you're feeling that kind of inner tapas, inner heat that you want to go a little deeper, then you can keep the back knee off of the earth and this time rising into full crescent lunge. Either way, exhale, hands come back down. And inhale, right leg to the ceiling. Good. Exhale the right foot down. <clears throat> inhale, the left leg rises. Exhale, knee to nose. Inhale, the left leg rises. Exhale, curl and round. Foot lands between the hands. Either knee on or off the earth. Inhale, rise. Exhale, hands meet the earth. Inhale, left leg to the ceiling. <clears throat> Exhale, the left foot to the earth. Inhale, the right leg rising. Exhale, curl and round, knee to nose. Inhale, extend up and back. Exhale, curl and round, foot lands between the hands. Your choice, back knee on or off the earth. Inhale, rise. Feel the poetry in your body. Exhale, the hands come back down and inhale the right leg to the ceiling. Exhale, the right foot to the earth. Inhale, left leg rising. This is our last round. Exhale, curl and round, knee to nose. Inhale, reach the leg back, really push through the hands. Exhale, curl and round and bring the foot all the way through to the hands. 
Back knee on or off the earth. Inhale, rise and reach. Feel your strengths. Exhale, hands come to the earth. And then inhale, left leg to the ceiling. Exhale, the left foot meets the floor. And then pause here in your downward dog. Feel your breath. Feel your heart rate has come up just a bit. Beautiful. Slowly and mindfully walk your feet up to your hands. Try to land in the space between your thumbs. You might have to come onto your fingertips. Beautiful. Once you're there, bend your knees a lot. Pull your heart away from the knees as far as you can. Keep contact with floor or shins with your hands. Pull the tailbone back and reach forward, heart pulling between the arm bones. Monkey posture here. Breathe. Now start to press your heels down and back. Press the inner legs into one another. One more inhale. Exhale, fold over your legs. Let the crown of the head drip toward the earth. Breathing here. Now tune in and start to draw the weight of your hips forward toward your toes. Really press your heels down and back to counterbalance this. Because at first when you start bringing your hips forward, it's like, whoa, I'm going to fall, right? So you anchor that by pressing your heels down and back. And most likely your legs are going to start to do a little dance. They're going to tremble. Totally normal. So breathe. Keep drawing your hips forward and pressing your heels down and back. The sensations in your legs might be very strong, depending on what needs to be detoxed and opened up. Keep breathing here. Keep pressing your heels down and back firmly. And then start to roll the thigh bones toward one another. So thigh bones rolling inward. And counterbalance that by pressing your outer feet down firm. Breathe. So if you're newer to some of this, remember I'm going to podcast everything. You can listen to it later, practice it more at home. That's the idea, home practice. You learn in a group setting or in private lessons, and then you take it home and you practice it, and you integrate it, and it becomes a part of the fabric of your life, and your life becomes more and more alive each time you spend some time on the mat. A couple of more deep breaths. And then go ahead and press really deep into your feet and let that downward press of the feet begin to make you rise towards standing. Keep the chin tucked, keep the arms heavy, and come up one vertebra at a time, just rolling up slowly. Feel each vertebra along the way. Chin stays to the chest until the very last moment. Breathe, push into the floor with your feet. Feel every bone of your feet grounded and rooted. Head stacks over the shoulders. Let your arms just hang at your sides. Try not to do anything with your hands. Let your eyes close and feel what it feels like to arrive. Really just be here now, standing in your body with all of these wonderful, maybe new sensations flowing through Feel the aliveness in every cell. Feel the vibrance 
that your practice offers. On your next inhale, reach the arms outward and upward. Bring the palms together, crossing the thumbs. If it feels like you need a little more of a clasp, feel free to curl the pinky ring and middle fingers together, just keeping your pointer finger extended. So one of those two grips. Depending on how long you've been practicing, one's going to make more sense than the other. And then from here, start to press your elbows into your ears. Draw the shoulder blades down your back. And then pull your tailbone toward your heels, like you're trying to grow the tailbone long enough to touch the heels. You'll feel the pubic bone rising into the belly. Let the belly draw in. Very lowest part of the belly draws in. Now press into every bone in your feet and lift through your kneecaps. Kneecaps drawing up toward the hips. Pull your tailbone down more. Inhale here. And then exhale. Keep both sides of your body long as you side bend to the right. So lifting up and out as if you have a giant barrel to your right and you're trying to lift up and over that barrel to touch the floor on the other side of the barrel but without touching the side of your body to the barrel. So lots of length. Breathe. Soften your jaw. Now tune into your feet. Push the feet down to inhale and come up to center. Exhale, side bend to the left. Same idea. Both sides of the body stay long. You're lifting up and lengthening out and over that giant barrel. Breathe. Push the feet down to inhale and come up. Exhale again over to the right. Breathe. Keep pulling your tailbone down. Kneecaps pulling up. Every bone of the feet pressing down. Your toes are soft. Good. Push into the bones of the feet. Inhale. Come up to center. Exhale over to your left. Breathing. Inhale. Push the feet down to come up. Exhale over to the left. Or right. I'm sorry. Woo. <laughs> Whole room jolted there. That corrects me pretty quick when I see that. <laughs> Good. One more breath, and then on your natural inhale, come up to center using your feet. Exhale over to the left. <clears throat> Elbows to ears. One more breath, and then on your inhale, press down to come up to center. Now exhale, slow motion. Separate your arms and start to reach the bones of the arms out toward the outer walls. So as the arms start to float toward your sides, you're growing the arms long. Really pull the collarbones out and away from one another. Eventually, super slow, the hands will eventually reach the sides of the body. Really take your time. You'll feel this beautiful release happening in the shoulder girdle. The tension you've collected starts to let go. You start to feel more and more like you're entering your own authentic space. It's like 
excavating, <laughs> digging your way through the layers of tension so that you can find yourself. Find your inhale. Exhale, chin to the chest and round down one vertebra at a time. Let the arms and head hang very heavy. Let the knees be soft so you have support of the larger joints in your body. Going all the way down to that fold, folding over the legs, Uttanasana, forward bend. <clears throat> Let the head hang so skin of the back of the neck is wrinkle free. Press into your feet and again slowly round up. Come up one vertebra at a time. Keep the chin to the chest until the very last moment. Feel how the pressing down of your feet creates the rising towards standing. So we have roots in order to rise. It's true in our yoga poses and it's true in every aspect of our life. cannot grow without proper roots. So you're going to step a little wider than the width of your mat. So the average mat is two feet. We're looking for about a three foot stance unless you're um, a little taller than average, which would be about my height. <laughs> so if you're a little taller, go a little wider. So six inches on either side of your mat with your feet. And then make sure that your feet are turned straight ahead. So second toe points straight ahead and is in line with the center of your heel. It's going to feel a little bit awkward. And then just bring your hands onto your hips. And then start to bend your knees. Keep your heart stacked over your hips. So from the hips up, it should feel like you're still standing vertical. The tendency is to want to lean forward or back, but try to keep your heart stacked. And then pull your tailbone under the body slightly. And really start to press down into the outer edges of both of your feet. And then try to lift your inner ankle, like you're trying to slide the ankle up the inner calf. Good. Breathe. So this is horse stance. A few more deep breaths. Try to keep your chin level to the floor. Keep pulling your tailbone down and under. And then push the floor away with the bones of your feet to straighten your legs. Once your legs are straight, deep breath in and exhale out through your mouth. Ha. Good. So almost everyone in the room could stand to kick their heels out a little away from one another. So keep your toes where they are. Kick your heels out a little. The stance should feel a little awkward because you want your big toes very slightly turned in from your heels. And then go ahead and start to bend the knees down again. Keep the upper body vertical. Good. 
So it'll feel like your knees should bend further than they will, but don't force it. Just go to the natural boundary. And then press your outer feet down, inner ankles rising. Choice to stay with hands on the hips, or maybe this time bring hands to the heart, opening the elbows so the armpits are open. Breathe. Beautiful. One more full breath. Let the breath circulate. And then push the floor away with your feet to straighten your legs. Once you arrive at standing, deep breath in and out. Ah. One more round. Find your inhale. <laughs> Exhale, go ahead and bend the knees and come all the way down. I'm giggling because I watch some people do like autopilot. You know where we're going. <laughs> so once you arrive, pause, feel your spine stacked. And then, so on this third round, feel free to open the arms out to the sides. Turn the palms up. Elbows are a little bent like you're pulling them down toward your hip creases. And really expand the collarbones open. And then soften your kidneys because you'll tend to want to push your front ribs forward. So keep your front ribs drawn in slightly. Breathe. Outer feet are pressing down and her ankles rising. Oh, mama. <laughs> One more breath. And then press the floor away with your feet. Come up to standing. Hands together at your heart. Deep inhale through your nose. Ah. Good. So step or walk your feet back together. Make sure you're all the way at the front of your mat. So walk all the way up. Bring your big toes together so they're touching. Heels have about an inch between them. Press your legs together. Bring your hands in front of your heart. Imagine you have a chair behind you and start to shift your hips back like you're searching for the edge of that chair. So chair pose, sitting down, really bend your knees. Get your hips as low as you can comfortably and then start to lift through the fronts of the armpits. So you're lengthening the sides of your body, but keep the hips down. Good. Stay here or open the arms out to the sides just like we did in that horse stance. Palms turned up. Pull the collarbones away from one another. Really squeeze the legs together. Breathe. Weight is in the heels in this pose, so let the weight rock back a little. Pull the tailbone a little more toward the backs of your knees. Feel your low back releasing. Soften your jaw. Squeeze the legs together a little bit more. Find your inhale. Exhale, you're going to fold. Keep your knees bent. Attach your upper body to your lower body. Keep the upper body and lower body glued together. Straighten your legs only as far as you can keep that contact and pull your nose into your knees. Breathe. So your knees might be very, very bent here to keep that contact, and that's fine. A couple of more deep breaths. Collarbones are open. Back of the head, back of the neck, excuse me, completely relaxed. Beautiful. And then walk your feet back slowly. Find downward facing dog.
From downward facing dog, find your knees to the earth, sitting back to the heels, child's pose. Find your way up to a seated position. Extending the legs straight out in front of your body. So we're moving into Paschimottanasana, seated forward bend. So legs are together. And just like we did when we were standing in chair, connect the big toes, but keep the heels about an inch apart. So just a little separation between the heels. And then start to pull the toes back toward the shins. So spread the toes and draw them back, flexing your feet. And then start to press your thigh bones down into the floor. When you press the thigh bones down, you might notice that the spine automatically starts to lift. Follow that lift. Letting the crown of the head float up. Now, if you feel like it's difficult to stay upright here, meaning you feel like you're going to fall back, then what I'd recommend is taking that blanket. If you don't have one, there's some at the back of the room. So take your blanket and place it just maybe one fold thickness underneath of your hips. That's going to help tilt your pelvis forward and give you a lot more ease in the pose. You might want to do that even if you don't feel like you're falling back, just to experiment with it, especially if you have tight hamstrings, which a lot of us do, myself included. And it's really going to create a lot more ease in the posture. So if you made that adjustment, settle back in. Thigh bones pressed down. Spread the toes. Inhale, lengthen the spine. Remember <clears throat> that the spine has two ends. So you want to pull tailbone down and crown up. And then on your exhale, gently begin to fold forward. Fold from the creases of the hips, not the low back. And you'll find a natural boundary probably pretty quickly. When you find that natural boundary, just pause there and breathe for a moment. Soften your jaw. Internally rotate your thigh bones, meaning they're rolling in toward one another. Now inhale, slide the navel like you're sliding it along your thighs and toward your knees. And then as you exhale, soften the back of your body. Back of the spine folds in. Again, inhale, slide the navel toward the knees. Exhale, soften the back of the body to fold in. Now notice if your feet have kind of fallen asleep, spread your toes. Pull them back toward your shins. Keep breathing. Hamstrings represent patience. Just a few more deep breaths.
And very mindfully press down into the legs, slowly rising up. Once you're all the way up, pause and breathe. Maybe just keep the eyes closed. And then go ahead and shift your hips forward so that you have enough room behind you on your mat to lie down. Put your prop to the side for now and just find your way down onto your back. Be mindful, support yourself with your arms. And then once you're on your back, just hug both knees in gently. Gonna bring the left foot back down to the floor. So knee bent, left foot to the floor. And then keep hugging that right knee in. You're gonna cross the right ankle to the left thigh bone. So left ankle, or excuse me, right ankle to left thigh bone. Once you're there, make sure the foot you crossed over, your right foot is flexed, toes pulling toward the shin. And then take your hands and interlace them around just your left thigh bone. And pull that left thigh bone toward you. So make sure that you didn't get your right leg in that loop of the arms. So only holding on to your left thigh bone, meaning the arm's going to have to go between the legs to get a hold. Good. And then start to pull that left thigh bone toward you. As you press the left thigh bone toward the body, press the right thigh bone away from the body. Soften your jaw, your tongue, and again, maybe close your eyes and breathe. Steady inhale, steady exhale. Just a few more breaths into your right hip here. Make sure that that left leg, you're letting it really relax so the left heel's dropping toward the left buttock. There you go, good. And if you feel like that right hip's really open now, you might want to deepen by sneaking the hands up over the left shin rather than behind the thigh. But only if it's accessible. This isn't about pushing beyond what's available. It's about meeting your body where it is. Anytime we push, it's not yoga. And then slowly and gently release that left foot back down to the floor. And then reverse the cross of your legs. Good. Make sure that that left foot stays flexed. Interlace your hands around just your right thigh bone and pull that thigh bone in. As you pull the right leg toward the body, press the left leg away from the body. Breathe. Soften your jaw.
So maybe for the last few breaths, holding over that right shin only if it's appropriate. Notice how you respond to the tension that you feel in your muscles. Do you start blaming? Do you start setting goals? Do you get frustrated? What comes up? And can you just notice what comes up, but not get all tangled in it? Let it come up, let it pass through, and then come back to the awareness and the realization <clears throat> that everything is perfect as it is today. Just becoming aware that you have tension in your hip creates new circuit pathways in your mind, in your brain, new neuropathways to lead you toward a healthier lifestyle. Every little bit of practice, every little bit of awareness accumulates and grows. What we focus on, we get more of. So if you focus on the frustration that you feel because you've let your body get this tight and tense, you're just going to get more frustration, more tightness, more tension. If you can focus on the release that you're feeling, how good this practice makes you feel, you're going to be on the mat more often. It's just going to happen organically. Your body's going to start to feel more open and you're going to feel like you're entering the best years of your life. So gently, mindfully, one more big deep breath in and then exhale to release that right foot to the floor. Uncross the legs and then go ahead and hug both knees back into your chest, hugging them in, maybe rocking right and left a few times. And it's time for our Shavasana, final resting pose. So you want to get comfy. The floors are heated in here, which is an amazing luxury. So if you are feeling chilled, maybe put some layers back on. Maybe take that blanket, unfold it, and put it over your body. Maybe roll up a blanket and put it under your knees, maybe one under your head. Whatever you feel, whatever combination of props is going to give you kind of a cozy feel so you can really soften and relax into the next few moments of rest. Shavasana is a Sanskrit term that translates corpse pose. It's symbolic of death in that we're letting any of the old habits and patterns that have kept us stuck, kept us limited, kept us living the life that we don't want to live, we're letting that pass. We're letting that little death happen within us so that we can learn to live. Oftentimes we're alive, we're breathing, we're moving about our day, but we feel a little bit like zombified, like we're not truly living at the depth that we want to live. So this pose often becomes the most important pose of our practice because it brings us into introspection. It brings us inward so we can breathe and feel the life within and then begin to express that life externally. We have to go in and look within in order to find that expression externally. It doesn't start on the outside with action and then move in. We have to go inward first. 
So make sure your feet are at least mat width apart. Maybe go wider. These are all little cues that we give the nervous system. So if you feel some resistance to opening the feet, open them anyway. Resistance is what we're working to overcome in our practice, right? That's what keeps us stuck. So open your feet out at least to mat width. And then open your arms out enough that you feel some space in the armpits. Like if a breeze came by, you would feel it in the armpits. And turn your palms open to the ceiling. It's going to reduce stimulation to your hands, which are full of very receptive nerve endings. And then tune into your jaw and let the jaw relax. So the teeth separate a bit and you might be at risk of, you know, your mouth being gaping open and that's fine. And then let your tongue drop away from the roof of your mouth. Feel the open spaciousness of your palate. The dome of your mouth. This is a very sacred space within the body and oftentimes we're never taught about this space. This space in your body, if you can learn to focus here, You'll create so much in your life just from tuning in to how this space feels. Notice how the dome of the mouth feels like it expands out infinitely. There's almost no sense of space there because it feels so spacious. The dome of our mouth contains within it Hundreds of little points. In yoga, we call them energy centers. And these little points coordinate with different areas of our body. So the Sanskrit mantras, the chants that are incorporated eventually into your yoga practice as you grow, you'll learn those. The tongue strikes these different spaces in the mouth with the Sanskrit words, creating a pattern, almost like a key code, to help unlock different parts of our bodies, our lives, helping to heal the stress in our cells, in our minds, in our emotions. So do your best to keep the tongue off of the palate here. Let it remain spacious. jaw is soft, tongue is relaxed, and then tune in to the roots of your teeth and see if you can let them go. You probably didn't even realize you were gripping them. Who knew that you could grip your teeth with your gums, right? But it's happening, we just don't realize it. And once you let go of the roots of your teeth, feel how the entire body responds to that and every cell begins to copy that spaciousness that you're feeling. Every cell is like, oh yeah, and it just follows. Tune into the frontal plane of your body. 
the entire front of your body. And let the frontal plane, including the face, let it grow heavy and start to melt inward into the layers of the body. And then just breathe and enjoy these amazing sensations. They might be totally new, so enjoy the newness. And know that everything is already okay. You can rest, you can breathe, and you can enjoy. There's a Chinese proverb that says, if I keep a green bough in my heart, the singing bird will come. Whatever your singing bird is that you're awaiting, dreaming of, maybe it's arrived already and you haven't even noticed that it's singing on that green bough, that green branch in your heart. 
Remember the most important thing is to stay open. Keep your inner eyes open, your inner vision spacious. Open and receptive to what's already there, not just what is coming or what you're dreaming of coming. What has already arrived? What maybe have we overlooked? Slowly begin to deepen your breath. Bring some gentle movement into your toes, your fingers. Making your way onto your right side. Just curl up on your right side. Try to keep your eyes closed. Your body knows the way to get there. You do this in your sleep, so no eyesight needed. And then go ahead and press down into your left hand and find your way up. Again, eyes closed. Just come to a comfortable cross leg. Sitting tall, bring your hands together in front of your heart. Acknowledging your efforts for stepping onto the mat today and realizing the benefits of your practice are expanding throughout and beyond your own life and into the world as you show up more present, more loving, more compassionate. Thank you so much for joining me. Namaste. Namaste.